It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You weren't here for it yesterday, so what we did was we picked current rostered Cleveland athletes. Okay. And Bull, I want your answer to that to and, before we move on. And we picked a presidential ticket. Well, Bull was here yesterday. He gave his. Not in overtime. No, I didn't. Oh, that's right. He didn't stick around for the overtime. What's your presidential ticket from Cleveland athletes? Who do you want? Who's your prez? Who's your veep? Current athletes only. Current Cleveland athletes. My president? You think about it. Bull, you have any ideas on that? Yeah, my answer is none of them because that's the problem in this country is we're putting unqualified people in positions they shouldn't ah, be in, right? This is a fun question. I want Nick Chubb as the president because he's a man of action. That's he don't talk, though. That's exactly. why. That's my point. You know exactly. what? That's he why go, I had gonna, him. He's going to get it now, done. He ain't going to say nothing. That's exactly why I had him. I and said we've had fair. enough presidents that just blow hot air. And, and my, I don't need that. I want my, a guy that comes to work, does his job, my VP, and when he does it, he gives the football back to the ref. My VP would be Donovan Mitchell, a guy that excites the city. Okay. Are, when he it's comes to when he comes to events, people are like, "Oh my goodness, is Donovan Mitchell?" I could get behind that ticket. I could get behind that ticket. Bull. Now I know you said you wouldn't put any of them on there because that's the problem with our country. We keep putting unqualified <laughs> people out there. I'll co-sign right. that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but for the fun of this exercise, who would you put on your uh, ticket? And who would be your president? All right. So my president is going to be Jose Ramirez. Oh, interesting. Okay. I go, although he is, he's not eligible, right? Because he wasn't born in this country. No, but we, you know what? You weren't here, but I, I dropped all of the eligibility requirements because also Josh okay. Naylor was was um, was someone's presidential selection. Josh he's, Naylor was – Hell, he's Jay, Canadian. Jason's pick. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had Josh yeah. Naylor. So, you know, so, it would be interesting, though. Could you imagine his news conferences? He'd have to do all of his news conferences with a translator. I like it. We could just make up what he says. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he's my president. Can you the and then zones coming out of that, the Republicans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then, I'm, I'm staying out of it. Staying and out then, of it. you know, uh, I, I got to get a pretty face for uh, vice president to distract from all the nonsense that's going on. So we'll get Kevin Love there to distract ah, everybody. There you go. His, uh, See, that's perfect. You know, I'll be the I, vice president. I'm with you. I had K-Love as my vice president and Chubb <laughs> as my president. And I think that's a winning a ticket. Choice. That's a good ticket. I think that's a damn good ticket. It's going to get – and I want you to know jump for people, the same reason you did. You know how many people want to party with the VP? That's right, man. Donovan right. Mitchell, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're at the top of the hour. We're resetting a little bit. We're gonna, are we going to do the top five We're going to do top five. Yeah, let's do it right I'm now. So, yeah, I'm so, so glad Mike's we're going to do that. going to lead us on top five this, today. All right, very good. So not only do we have a top five, we have a dead last. So I want to start with the dead last. So the, the worst, worst celebration of the year. And it fits because it comes from a member of the Miami Dolphins. And oh, obviously don't say it's Gesicki. Tyvis, let's see it. Anthony, just play it. The oh. Gesicki gritty is the worst celebration it we've is. seen in a long, long time. The gritty is fine. This version of the gritty That's is horrendous. Yeah, it, it, it hurts to watch. It takes all the swag out of the dance that Justin Jefferson created. Why he can't? No, first I, I of know. all, like gritty, like gritty created. Well, but I mean, that Justin Jefferson brought to yeah, the NFL. Yeah, don't do though. that. Get that man his his. his it's, that's right. terrible. That's Guys, terrible. first of all, for, first of all, and and one of my favorite players does it all the time too. So I'll still be critical. 
the gritty is played out at this point. It I mean, is. It's, it's, Jump the shark. It's like, do something new. Yeah, I agree with you, Bull. Every time I see a player do it now, I just the first well, thing I, I think is it's done. It's I don't tired. See the only people that can do it is Justin Jefferson has to do it. He, he was the yeah, first one to bring. He, he has, has to, to do, do it. it. I, I don't mind Odell's version of it, but I just think it's tired now. Well, I, agree. I don't think Odell would, when he comes back, I don't think he's – I'm with you. I think Well, he did it last year. He did it all last year. was last year was the, still high. Maybe. There are three <laughs> really – there are three things that NFL players do that I'm completely tired of. Number one, the gritty, I'm done with it. But that's number three. The two things that NFL players – or three other things that NFL players do that I'm so sick of, and they're all completely lame. One, the guys that are doing this. Whatever the hell that is. Wipe your nose. Wipe your nose. Wipe that's, that's stupid. They look like idiots Here's when I do it. One, right that, here. That's number two. Yes, Thank you. I'm so sick it. of that. Feed me. I can't stand it. And then the worst – the even worse than that. Feed me is awful. But even worse than that, and so lame, is pointing for the first down. Good for you. Congratulations. I got you, Guys have been doing that a million years. I'm going to let let you know something. I think Keyshawn is the guy that started that. I'm going to let you know something. That was one of the things that pissed me off the most. Somebody Really? Might get up in front of you and drop, go like that and drop the ball in your face. You you, you guys are missing the the most obnoxious one. And, Tyus, I love you, brother. But when when a ball's overthrown by 10 yards and a DB then goes... Like oh, he yeah. had anything to do. Yeah, like right, he right, did right. anything. He yeah. blanketed it. What you mean? It was overthrown by 20 yards. Yeah, yeah. He, could, anyway. he couldn't throw the ball where he wanted to because I'm in the no. spot. No. So he no. got. Well, how about it. last no. week, guys? No. How about last week in that similar vein? Jay, you weren't here for this when I brought this up, but in the in the Bengals Browns game, um, Evan McPherson misses a field goal. The Browns didn't block it. He just missed it. It was he choked on the kick. Yeah. And Prefer's on the sideline like this, like he did. You suck, Prefer. You had nothing to do with him missing that kick. You still should still have your ass fired out of town. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, you pre- got a hey, Prefer. Pre- 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 you got to make the play of the game. You got to celebrate you any chance listen, you not get, man. Special teams. This is the week. I yeah. feel it. It this, is. This is the week. I just I have to say, it. the best use of the point in the first down was Claypool celebrating the first down and then losing the two-minute two uh, oh, yeah, wasting all the yeah. time last yes. year. Yes, that yeah. was my favorite thing. I hate Claypool. It was so fun. Yeah. All right, what's up? let's get to the best let's celebration. The, so these are only from this season. Five to one. Five to one. All right. Little backstory in the first one. There's not a lot to celebrate in Green Bay this year. No. They don't score many touchdowns. But remember Aaron Rodgers took ayahuasca this summer? <laughs> we talked about his journey on ayahuasca. Yes, that's well, right. Well, how about after this? Alan Lazard passing out shots of ayahuasca to everybody, and they all <laughs> yeah, pass that, out in the end zone. I got Very say, much enjoyed. This. That was pretty good. <laughs> Very much enjoyed this. <laughs> That was good. I don't think they've scored a touchdown since. Yeah, but who since. would know what that is, Mike? <laughs> How did you even know what that is? Uh, people it's, do know what that is. Yeah, it's very obvious, Bull. Really? Yeah, yeah get, people do get know out more, Bull. Mike, get you out have more. To explain yeah. that to me. I guess I'm. Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not in the ayahuasca loop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it became a thing when it, it would, He went on a podcast and told the whole story. And ayahuasca is, I think, illegal in a lot of places. And he had to go to South America to yes, do it. Yes, you're right. You're right. You trip on it. And he talked about his journey of refinding himself while tripping on ayahuasca. Yeah. And it, it became a pretty big story. And because of his uh, comments on it, people, I think, and that brought it into brought, the light. Ayahuasca. Because I had never heard of it. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I Googled it. And I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. There's two famous people who have, have that I know of that have Robin admittedly. Robin Quivers. Robin Quivers. Three then. Quivers. Well, she's not famous. Matthew McConaughey. She's yeah, not. Matthew McConaughey. The, the crazy. No, Robin Quivers married are you someone saying, who's famous. Are y'all saying that y'all would in in? No, 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 in, no, 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 no. Robin, oh, Robin Quivers, Quivers is from Howard Stern. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah. y'all would try it. 
No, I would no. not try it. Not no. for me. Bull, you try it? No. No, no way. Matthew McConaughey no said he took it and went in a, a <laughs> lion den with a real lion and just petted the lion because he. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, He's a liar. A, There's story. no I'm way he saying, did that. That's his story on ayahuasca. It was a great celebration. No. I enjoyed that. They yeah. haven't scored since. It was a great <laughs> celebration, but you're since. right. They've all played like they've been on ayahuasca since. the whole entire season. Since. All right, what's for number four? Well, somehow, in the wildest turn of events, we mentioned this guy's name on the show, but. Anthony, play the video. How about Marquise Godwin? Goodwin. The, Goodwin. Goodwin, sorry. Yes. With the long jump celebration after scoring a touchdown in the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, he's an Olympian for the long jump, and if you could do it, do it. You're the track guy. No, wanted. listen, my son competed against Marquise his entire collegiate career <coughs> and at the Olympic trials. Ooh. And the highlight of my son's career was he beat him at the last Olympic trials. Um, and that they had a lot of rivalry. They had a lot of meets where Corey would beat him. And Marquise for them in the big meets. Marquise always beat Corey in the NCAA championships at the first he Olympic Texas, trials. Right? What's that? He was at Texas. He was right? at Texas. Texas. Um, they became friendly, but at the last Olympic trials, my son beat him, and he said, "That's a good way to." That was the last <laughs> jump of his career. He said, <laughs> I, I sent him into retirement. Right. Right. <laughs> but that was when, when when I saw it. I immediately texted Corey. I'm like. Have you seen it? He goes, yeah, I saw it. Fresh. Fresh. Are you guys talking about the gritty being overplayed? Like, that hasn't happened. That's a brand new celebration. Yeah, it's no. creative. It's it creative is and signature to God. Well, to God when it's signature to him. Yeah. He's actually done it before. I'm about to say he yeah, did he has it done when it I was with when he was in San Francisco. No, no, but but that, that's his jump, and it's still a great celebration. Yeah, no, it is I good. think even Odell has done something. I think he did the triple jump or something in the end zone. I, yeah. like, I like all those creative. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're fun. Okay, number three, Anthony, don't take it yet. You guys remember when Kyler Murray signed his extension this offseason? Call of Duty. Yeah. And they put in the clause that he has to study. Well, <laughs> yes. he got picked off this year by Patrick Peterson. Take the video now, Anthony. Yeah, this is, this is good. And uh, Patrick Peterson starts playing Call of Duty in the end zone with his teammates. <laughs> he said he had no idea what he was doing or what the game is. But after picking off Kyler Murray, returning it for a pick six, he, uh, he started playing Xbox. You put the headset on. That is, that is awesome. <laughs> Elite. Vikings. That is Vikings. great. The that Vikings are the celebrations. That is very that good. Is great. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 so, Patrick Peterson didn't know, what call, didn't know how to play Call of Duty? Patrick Peterson said, I know the game exists. It's on Xbox. I've never played it, so I just started mashing buttons. I someone, can't believe that he has never played Yeah, how do you Call miss out on Call of Duty? Yeah, I mean, that's, I've never played Call of Duty. That's like never heard Boy, of Fortnite. you haven't lived, buddy. Yeah, I just played it all. I just I played it played yesterday. It. Did you get the new one? I've not, yeah. I haven't played a video game in 30 years, probably. Wow. Boy, pick, pick it up. Can you, can you point and shoot? I don't I don't like that uh, question. Yeah, that yes. is. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's literally what it is. You you aim. There's a lot more to it than that. That's yeah, it. I mean, there's that's a lot it. more. I guess I played yeah, Pac-Man a couple of times. Oh, Pac-Man. Boy. Close enough. Close enough. Okay, number two. We're going back to the Vikings. Yeah. This is the one we alluded to earlier. Yeah, this is. I think this is number one. Let's take it. As far as team celebrations go, this is number one. The bowling ball celebration. They all fall I don't down. Know how. The woozy. No, I like the wobble pin. The wobble pin's the, the best part. Of it. Yes. Finally falls. The wobble pin. We is picked phenomenal. it up too late, though. We didn't see let, this. Will re, there it is, where he rolls the ball. He literally it, physically bowls. Uh, there's no brilliant. way. It's, I don't know what number one he is, but that right there was. It's a great. See, I it's think a great so team too. celebration. Uh, now, once again, this was an, a vote. We, uh, me, Anthony, and Earl all put these together. All right, can I on. guess what might be number yes. one? I, is it the pick six, where the defensive back dove into the end zone? 
No, because I've never seen an honorable go. You talking about the Cardinals game? I call that out. We will consider that an honorable mention. That's honorable mention. Man, that's Marco Wilson. That dude flew in the air nineteen feet. It was incredible. We showed the replay like twenty times. I know because I had asked you guys if you'd seen it. Yeah, it was unbelievable. What's number one? Do you have a guess, Davis? I have no idea. This is, in my opinion. Yeah. And Anthony's. And Anthony's and Earl's. And once again, it's a signature celebration. Okay. That has now been mimicked by other guys in the league. And when your signature celebration gets mimicked, yeah. it has cachet. Anthony, let's take it. I'll go it's, on record. It's yeah, the Waddle. It's my favorite one of all time. <laughs> yeah. It's the Waddle. It, it's his last name. Who doesn't love Penguins? And now other guys in the league. And more importantly, defensive players on the Dolphins, when they score, they're doing the Waddle. And it's, <laughs> it is good. It's great. I, I mean, maybe the bowling the ball is more creative. Gets me every but time. It, yeah. it gets me. I'm still going to put that at two, and the bowling is number one for me. Guys, one I, I think you're all wrong. I oh. think the one that was number three should be number one. I thought that was the best one. The, call, the call of Duty? Yeah, it was good. I thought that was that no. made me laugh out loud. The bowling one was better than that. The bowling's not even accurate. There the, were more than ten pins. Listen, the the reason <laughs> the call of duty is because everybody wasn't in on it. It was just a bunch of guys behind him doing whatever. He looked like the only one that was playing the game. That's what made it. If, if, they, they, clan, if they all would have clammed up and yeah. started playing games and like start celebrating like that would have been great. In conclusion, Jalen Waddle just did a waddle. Who cares? That's his it's a name. waddle. That's his name. In conclusion, the Dolphins had the that's best. That's no creativity. The There's no. That's very Listen, creative. Chad, Chad Johnson and Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is not in the league anymore. So the celebrations have. Who's been. the greatest celebrator of all? One time. of them two. But who is it for you? If you had to pick one, because I have the right answer, but I'll save mine until everybody else goes. Can I throw a curveball? Sure. He only had one celebration like this, but when DK Metcalf got on his knees and peed on the fire hydrant in the egg bowl, oh, yeah, that might was, be my single favorite on, celebration. Yeah, but see, I'm talking about worst. body of work. Randy, body Randy, of Randy work. Moss mooned the whole Lambo. Yeah. Randy Moss did. T.O. was very, very creative. Everybody was waiting for him to score to see what he was going to do next. Joe Horn with the, the cell, cell phone. phone was that was that took it to another level. Who, who, who's the undisputed? Bull, I think, can get this. Deion Sanders. It's, Bull, who oh, is? Icky Woods. Icky no, Woods. No, see, I, 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 I kind of leaned him that way when I said Bull would get him. Think old school. He is the godfather of the celebration. Billy White Shoes Johnson? You got it. I knew Bull would get it. Billy, you ever heard of Billy White Shoes Johnson. Johnson. Now, wow, now, Bull, Steve got it the young whippersnappers on the set just looked at each other and goes, who the hell is Billy White Shoes Johnson? Have you ever even heard of Billy White Shoes Johnson? Yeah. Call him up on Tagboard. I'll guarantee you it's on Twitter somewhere. At Billy false, we'll look it up because Billy White Shoes Johnson was the godfather of the celebration. He was the first, as far as I know, Bull. Am I right? The first yes. to ever do it. Nobody no had done anything. I, I, they guys used to spike the ball. They would slam <coughs> it a la Gronk right. yeah. as hard as they could. Yeah. But when Billy White Shoes Johnson, who was a punt returner for the Oilers, yeah. and the Falcons, yes. I think, when he reached the end zone. He did a classic dance that took the NFL was awesome. completely by storm. Icky Woods, you're right. Icky, the Icky Shuffle did too. I mean, when you get awesome. endorsements for your dance. He's still doing it. He had the Super Bowl commercial Icky last year. Icky is still yeah. cashing yeah. checks yeah. off the Icky <laughs> Shuffle. So, Icky, Icky has, has got to be top five <laughs> all time. Yeah. You have it. Yeah, you, you, you definitely it. have it. One of my last points here, Bull, is I think the waddle, yeah. you'll start seeing, like, everybody doing it. Like, well, I'm going to tell you, teams, everyone. Well, I'm but NFL players generally play have bad taste. 
NFL gen- players generally have bad taste. No offense, Simon. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I mean, shots they, fired. They think, they think doing the sniffing the fingers thing that, is no, good. No, no, no. So it's I, not sniffing. It's wiping his nose. Whatever it is. You wiping his nose. I don't ah, get that one either. Y'all don't, don't like it. Ah, bothers me. That, that irritates that, me to know. You know what it is? It's because you... That might have been the worst shot attempt I've ever seen Jay Crawford. Oh, ball, Steve, ball, Steve, get that. Please get that, Steve. Oh, my gosh. You might not ever need to shoot again. Oh, <laughs> so, well, I was trying to get it over the camera, so I knew I had to get it high, but I, that, was that, was a, that was the weakest mm, attempt that I've ever bad. made. All right, that was like airballing a dunk. We did true or false. <laughs> yeah, we did true or false here next. It was guys. Awful. This is my first time running true and false, so uh, don't. Uh, were you able to find Billy White Shoes Johnson or no? Uh, I will look it up after true and false. Okay, let's so do true and false. Ready for that. All right. I'm G Bush, by the way. G Bush sent his answers in oh. on, on speakerphone. Okay, so I I'm have his answers right, right here. here on this piece of paper. Okay, very yeah, good. Today <laughs> is I will read the question like normal, and then we're gonna go to Bull's answer first. No music. And then we'll go around the horn here. Oh, Jadavion Clowney. By the way, I'm I'm winning this. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay. I'm just calling like my shot. Clowny. Okay. I'm calling my shot you, right you now. You must know him. I'll like say, G, no, G did not I, do I very just, well. I'm done losing to you guys. <laughs> you don't understand. Oh, pr- please. Please, God, let me win this one. G, G did not do I, win, I don't have to win ever again. I just want this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. ready. Yeah. Okay, so our first one. Clowney is one of three NFL players to record at least 60 tackles for loss, eight forced fumbles, 150 quarterback pressures between 2016 and 2019. 60 tackles for loss, eight forced fumbles, 150 quarterback pressures. Anthony, you're going to have to keep scoring, too. I know. I literally just said, where am I sticking? <coughs> Uh, yeah, I got this one. Got this one. <laughs> you probably do. What up? You probably do. That's the, <laughs> the sick thing is, you probably do. I might. All right. Are we ready to show our answers? Tyvis says false. Bull says false. G. Bush says true. Jay says true. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all ready? Yeah. It's Let's true. Go. Oh, Let's go, baby. No kidding. Off and running. This is Off and I got to keep scoring everything. I'm like running all uh, over the place back here. Just keep the wins, Anthony. Just keep the wins. <laughs> all right. All right. Anthony, yeah. Anthony, I'll, I'll keep scoring. I'll G4 keep scoring down here. Have one. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. It's that simple. Is everybody all reset for question two? Yeah. All yeah. right. Clowney played with the NFL quarterback, Stefan Gilmore, at South Point High, high School. Bull. All right. Tyvis is saying true. Bull saying false. G. Bush says false. Oh, boy. And Jay says Mike, false. Said G- Mike said G. Bush didn't right. do well. He already got one right, so this has got to be wrong. Tyvis, you may or may not 
take the lead here. No, I'm about to be. Go ahead and take it, Steve. I gotta take the lead. True. Damn. No, I ain't taking the lead. I'm back in it, though. Yeah, back no. in it. He's back I'm in back it. In it. Anthony's struggling with math I'm right here. I'm really bad at keeping score back here. I'm Mike, in it. Right, right now, G. Uh oh. I'm rolling the questions. That's all I'm doing. Full is 0 and 2. That's 0. This is why I'm the assistant producer. All right, everybody ready for next question? Ready. Ready. All right, Clowney has played on three NFL teams. I like seeing you guys stick out here. I don't got a thing. I mean, I, oh, I, hold your answer. I'm only, I'm only. I think there might have been a cup of coffee with another one. Bull, are you ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I fear no man. Jay says false. G. G. Bush, Bush says true. true. I know 100% this is false. It's four teams. Yeah. It is correct. Yeah, that's It's Seattle, Tennessee, Houston, and the Browns. Yeah, but that's, I mean, What's that? That's false. Yeah, is false. false is yeah, let's take it. See, it's false. Could, yes. see here was, I was afraid they were going to say, well, yeah, technically there were three teams, but there was also a fourth team. All right, very good. Uh, All right, so Jay and Tyvis have two, and me and G have one. Correct. Right? Yes, I correct. Fact. All right, Clowney has scored four total touchdowns in his NFL career, three on fumble recoveries, and one interception return. That I don't know. You got a 50-50 shot out of Tyvis. I mean, how would anybody just know that? Hold, hold, and hold your like... answer, Tyvis. Don't, don't just show it yet. <laughs> I had, because I, I could have got up on it. Yeah, Tyvis hasn't followed the rules of this entire game. I know. He's really throwing me off back here. It's fine. How am I? What did I do? <laughs> all right, everyone's said... ready. That's all right. Is everybody ready? Bull. Bull. Bull says you're true. You're saying true. True, yeah. G. Bush Tyvis. says true. Tyvis false. says true. True, no, I can't see. <laughs> Jay says false. Jay says false. <laughs> Rent. Please, God, right. let, it Rent. Please let it be true. Are you all ready? Please let it be true. And it is true. Yes, God. God. <laughs> God dang it. So Tyvis, Tyvis has three. Here we go. And everyone else has two right now. I would Tyvis. just like to say, Mike, it is impossible Very to see close. Tyvis' board over here. <laughs> I, told, I told you, you can't see it I didn't it believe yet. you. Oh, I got to go yeah. like this for you? Yeah, yeah I can't uh, see I anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all ready for the next I question? Make stuff yep, up back ready. How many we have left? Three? Uh, four left. Look at him. Four left. <laughs> you know, they're trying to figure it out. I'm doing the math, die. <laughs> I'm not keeping scores. So I don't know. What's my right, magic ready? number? Clowney ran the fourth leg on his high school's 4 by 100 meter relay squad, helping them earn first place finish with 42.86 seconds. Hmm. This is question number five. Great. All right, this I'm ready. Great game show music. I hate it. Bull. Boom. G. Bush Bull. says true. We'll take you first. He was not the. He was not the final leg. He says false. false. <laughs> true Tyvis by says. Tyvis. True by G. Bush and false by J. <laughs> Are you all ready? Let's see it. <laughs> it is true. False. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back in it. God. So everyone, it. everyone is tied up at three. Bro, except think G. about it. There's no. We have three way. questions left. There's I, no the, way he final leg. the final no. leg. True. On, it, a, on a four by that ran 42. It could have been. You want, no, no, the second do you want, leg. Do you, is you want the, the truth? Support. No, the fourth leg is always the fastest. No, no it's not. It's the second leg. I ran. No, second leg. So did I. Fourth leg is the strongest. What Kyle Lewis run? 
That's irrelevant. Do you guys what, want the what, real what, answer? What, that, by what, the way, go ahead. Go ahead. What you go ahead? Big he did run the fourth leg. They finished third. Really? Well, that's why they finished nah, third. Nah, see? That's, that's, that's why they finished third. You don't need an apology. That's why they finished third. <laughs> so what? They God. ran fourth leg. <laughs> to think that he'd be the fastest guy on the team. I mean, you had to. Out of 42, four by one. I mean, he was fast. Question number yeah. six. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? All right. I, I'm back in it, Ty. Honey is still the highest rated recruit ever scouted by 247 Sports since its rankings began in 2000. Once again, this is question six. Jay, Tyvis Bull, all tied know. at three apiece. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Leave me alone. Tyvis, you have two options for an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he always does. It's like waiting for his final take screen. It's like, you can answer faster. Shots fired. Bull, are you ready? Yeah. Right, Bull <laughs> doesn't sound very confident. Bull says Bull's true. Bull's going true. G. Bush says false. <laughs> Tyva says true. Jay says false. Are you all ready? It's true. <laughs> yes! 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 Come on! Yes! Mike, can we get a can we get a score reading? Out yes. There? Right now, Tyvis and Bull each have four. Jay has three. G has two. Damn. <laughs> all right, we have two, two questions, questions left. Left here. I'm sweeping them. All right, everybody ready? You're going to have to. I, I thought he got surpassed. <laughs> I, I wanted to put fall so bad. Robert Indici, the Ole Miss, mm. was number two. Wow. All right. Clowney has played in more than 100 regular season NFL games. These are good questions this week. Yeah, it's almost like you made them. I did. <laughs> what year did he get drafted? What year did he blow up that Michigan player in the Outback Bowl? Remember in the in, in I remember the, that. He knocked his helmet off. 2012. 12. So that would be 10 seasons. Has he played 10 games? <laughs> All right, you guys ready? That's, that's such a sad question. It's sad. We got that. Uh, but yeah, Bull, are you ready? I don't know that he's I am. Yes. Yeah. All right, we'll go, we'll go with Bull first. <laughs> Bull's saying false. It's going to be 99. G. Bush is saying false. Jay's saying true. Let's take it, Steve. It is, in fact, false. It's no! 98. 98. Oh, my God. You know what? He's the boss. I changed my mind for that. So, Tyvis and Bull are tied here. Come on, Bull. I'm pulling for you. Steve Becker has to work on a tiebreaker if they both get the same. God. Yeah, Steve just texted me the tiebreaker question. All right, Clowney's youngest brother, Damon Clowney, is a run is a running back at o Ole Miss. Oh shoot! <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Bull. I I'm counting on you. Tyvis cannot win this belt again. <laughs> wow! It's like that. It's like that. <laughs> if it's not gonna be me, it can't be you. All right, okay. I'm ready. Hold Tyvis, on, you ready? No, no Tyvis is not ready. Tyvis, you have three seconds. Well, I'll start with G. Bush. G. Bush said true. Jay said false. I went with false. Tyvis is saying true. Bull, what are you saying? False. Oh, all right. So we're gonna have ready? a winner. Come on, Bull. Anybody got a drum roll? Anybody? 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 We're seeing true. We're seeing false. We're seeing, true. We're seeing false. Take it, Steve. Let it be true. It is false. No! Yeah! 
And I tied you, Ty. He is a, he's a linebacker Woo! at Ole Miss, not a running back. <laughs> All right, Mike, let's get a final score reading. Final score is Bull wins. Tyvis comes in second. I tied Tyvis. Tyvis and Jay came in second. I actually, G. Top. Bush came in last. It bounced over there. Tie, tie. At we least got, you didn't beat me, man. <laughs> yes. We got, we Way got to a, go, Bull. We got nice a runaway job. marker cap Thank here. You. Which is, Bull is the I'd champion. Like <laughs> All right. Also, guys. Thank the academy. Uh, Look at this. You broke the marker. You're such a child. Breaking news. What's up, Anthony? So I have breaking news like from our producer, Steve Becker. Oh, wow. He just texted all of us. Star Bills quarterback Josh Allen has a UC... L sprain, oh, slight oh, tear, according hey. to rap sheet. Oh, yeah, out. that means he'll, he'll he'll play against us. I bet then. The only way he was going to miss us, I think, would have been if it was a tear. tear. Yeah, we'll we'll see what the update on that is as we look forward. But obviously, so he no, got, no time no timetable released by the Bills. Not that I guys, saw. Guys, it says but he's. I, will take I got look. it. I What's got it? it. It says he's. It says he's day to day. Yeah. They will see if he's able to play on Sunday. Yeah, he'll play against us. Uh, and by the way, if he doesn't, you know who their backup is? Case Keenum. Case Keenum, our old boy. That's correct. By the way, guys, another note that we'd be interested in, uh, Jose Ramirez under underwent right thumb surgery today to repair the UCL uh, ligament in his thumb. He's expected to begin baseball workouts in January and will right. be ready for spring training. Awesome. When he's Good gonna, news. He's going to hit 40 home runs next year. He would have had 40 this year, in my, in my opinion, if he hadn't if he hadn't no suffered doubt. the thumb injury. I'm he was bummed, on pace. I'm bummed, man. You're disappointed, aren't you? I had I had Jay. He, I, he, Love you it. did. You I, had me. I, I, had I caught my, you at the goal line. I had my speech ready. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the uh, who's a super got caught from behind and fumbled. Yeah, Don Beebe caught. Yes. Um, yes. Caught the old Cowboys lineman. Going, I was about uh, Michael Leon, Jordan. I was Leon Lent. Leon Lent. Yes. Yes. Hey, um, did you find any luck finding? Um, Billy White still looking, Billy but if White you guys want to start Johnson. getting into the Cavs, I will see if I can find something for tag board for us. Yeah, our Cavs conversation got all goofed up today because someone here <laughs> thought that they were playing the <laughs> they, Warriors. Are tonight. they playing the Warriors, Mike? I don't remember. No, they're playing the Kings. But, hey, here's, I, I'll pivot, and I'll say something. Sad. No, no, listen, listen, listen. If it was the Warriors, obviously it's a much bigger game. They're playing the Kings. It yeah. is what it is. But coming off a loss in the fashion they lost to the Clippers on Monday night, I do think it's important for this Cavs team to come out <coughs> and reestablish themselves. And, thousand percent. And come yeah. out and not show a hangover from what happened. Because, because they have the Warriors coming up after that. And I, I want to see this young team prove that they're not looking ahead at certain games yet. To prove that they still yeah. have kind of the hunger that we saw in that first 10-game stretch where they, they didn't overlook Detroit when they went on the road to start right. this road trip with the Lakers come up. They played without Garland and Mitchell and won that game by double digits in easy fashion. They come in, they crush the Lakers despite being down 17 early, come back one by 14. The Clippers game didn't end well, but I still think we can take something out of this Kings game by how they respond, especially early in the game. Come out, never let the Kings get into this. Yeah. Never, never even you, give them a You weren't here. You had a chance, Ty, to, to talk about the, the Cavs' collapse. It's like what it, oh, the Clippers? Yeah. I, they lost I mean, by two points. Listen, they lost by two. That's not the storyline. The storyline, they were up 13 listen, with four to go. Well, the shot selection became very terrible. It did. And I didn't know what the heck they were doing. And Donovan Mitchell yeah. was a ghost. Yeah. He, what, what's your takeaway, what was your takeaway from that loss? I think that's just a one-off. You, you know, do? Yeah, it's one of those ones where, you know, Donovan Mitchell's been, he's been phenomenal this whole time he's been with the Cavs. He's entitled to have one off night. It's not like he that. didn't even have an off night. He, he just, just kind of yeah. He, he had, had a, one shot the final yeah, seven minutes. He took off the yeah. last yeah. basically. Yeah. And, you and know, Kobe Brissett it. I went to the home <laughs> opener um, it was a couple Sundays ago, 
And I was I was concerned watching that game because they were up 12 or 14 points in that one. And the next thing you know, Donovan Mitchell didn't just disappear. He turned into, I don't even know, Westbrook? Stephen Mitchell. Just some, some guy that was out there. Mm-hmm. And as a result, they went to overtime. And then in overtime, he kind of took over. You're talking about the Celtics game. No, no, the home, no, the home opener. opener. I think it was against Atlanta. Uh, no, it was. Uh, uh, who was the home? I was opener? at the damn game. <laughs> who they playing their home opener for crying out loud? Was it the 76ers? Let me look. Hold on. No, 76ers no, was no. preseason. It was after they went to Chicago. They they no, played. The, the, you the, went to the game. To Toronto. And you don't know. Went to the game and I can't. I can't remember. All I can think of now. It wasn't the Celtics. The no, they, they, no, they lost to Toronto in the season opener. Yes. Then they went to Chicago and they won. Then they came home against. It was Washington. 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 My God. Go. Oh, yes. I watched that one too. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I'm wondering if. <laughs> I was at the game. I couldn't. I couldn't think of it. All I could think of was the debacle against the Clippers. But we did a post show for that game, and we all forgot. <laughs> no, not for the Wizards. No, it was. The, the Raptors. Do it for no, no, Toronto. We, we did a post. The Raptors show. for the yeah. season opener. The, the thing I give was, up. I'll stop talking. The thing with Mitchell though is we've seen throughout <laughs> his career, him being a league closer, but him also float in and out of games offensively. And I think what we're seeing now in 10 games with the Cavs is a microcosm of that. And it's not necessarily a knock on Mitchell. They're it's even, hard to play that at that level, level for, entire for 48 stretches. minutes every single night. Exactly. And even LeBron. LeBron takes plays off, takes stretches off. Kevin Durant does. <laughs> every great not, player. LeBron's heart ain't in there. Giannis <laughs> might be the only guy in the league because, <laughs> of course he Giannis, is. because he's so big and he scores so much easier than everyone else just by his pure physical stature and the you know he what it reminded me of? The, 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 the end of the Clippers game and, and the end of the uh, Wizards game, n- notwithstanding the overtime, it reminded me of the Cavs late in the season last year, particularly in the play-in game, mm-hmm. when they – you're looking around they, saying, who's going to score Yeah, they couldn't get nothing going. Yeah. And because Mitchell wasn't involved, and I credit Ty Lue for that. Ty Lue did a great job of keeping the ball out of his hands. Mm-hmm. But nobody on that Cavs team was able to – Pick up the slack when clearly Mitchell was being taken out of the game by the defense. Well, the good thing is Ty Lue is an excellent coach. He is. And it's a good thing that he kind of exploited something. So now they got this whole season to figure out if this happens again, we should have an answer for it the next time. Guys, you may – Go ahead. I think – sorry, Tyvis. I just think you guys are making way too big a deal about this. It's a regular season game. They're playing great. They're learning to play together. The big four and the Cavaliers have played like 25 minutes together on the floor. So the fact that it's good, there's going to be some hiccups along the way shouldn't be surprising. We're I, not we're not being just, critical, Bull. What, basically, what we're doing is we're saying this is the only blemish we've seen. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah. it. Yeah, I I'm mean, not, everything I, else. Nobody but, said the well, but Mike's over saying, anything. But they have to find but Mike's a way. Saying, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, Mike saying like Donovan Mitchell taking plays off. I I, I don't see it that way. <laughs> no, I'm, not I, saying, I, I'm not saying he's <laughs> taking plays off. Well, I'm just saying is he continues to learn how to play with Darius Garland. It's only been. I think three and a half games now that they've actually shared the court together. It is. There are yeah. going to be stretches where Mitchell, and we saw it in Utah, where he phases himself out of the offense to let Garland, let other guys take over. And in a close game like Sunday or Monday was against the Clippers, somebody else has, somebody to, be has able to step take up. The, and, and agreed, but I don't think he did. But you're making it seem like he's phased himself out on purpose. I don't. I don't think he phased himself out. I think Ty Lue did a good job. Kind of taking him out a little bit. Have you ever seen LeBron not touch the ball for 11? And he's an elite scorer. Well, it he didn't it's touch a, the it's ball. A, it's a Cleveland thing where the star don't touch the ball. You know, the Browns is doing it. 
Cash. They're taking a page out of the Chubb playbook, Dad. <laughs> He's our best player, so let's keep him on it, the sidelines. It's, it's not even a knock necessarily on Mitchell. It's just it's how the game yeah, played out. It's not out. a knock. I think more than anything, we're, we're, we're getting greedy. That's what happens when you, when you suddenly have a team that's very, very good. It's been the, the blemish, if you will. And I thought it happened against Toronto, too, in the opening season loss. I think they were up nine going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And in a blink, they were, they were down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that had a lot to do with the fact Toronto just was hitting their threes, and we were not. But I think as you're looking at this team, it's fair now to ask how they get in the upper tier of the East. I think that's a reasonable yeah, expectation. For sure. I think everybody on the panel seemed to agree that we thought the Cavs were going to be a five. Five or six is what I said. But see. After, after watching, and I know that it's only 15% of the season, but after seeing the first 10 games, I've reassessed. I have too. Because I thought there would be a lot of bumps in the road, a lot of things that they had to work out. It hasn't been that way. Mm-hmm. It really hasn't. Right, right. But and there still may be. There still, still may be, be those gonna, the Listen, they're going to hit a stretch where they lose three of four, and they're going to lose to teams that they should beat. That is coming for sure. But I've reassessed after I've watched the first ten games. So are you worried about tonight? I'm not worried about tonight. No, not, but I agree with not Mike. even with De'Aaron Fox. I'm, I'm no, not worried. I, 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 I want to see him respond. It makes a very good point. This is kind of the hammock between two r- tough games. The Clippers, I think, are a good team, and they're figuring yeah. themselves out too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's imperative that they go in tonight and take care of business and don't go into Golden State with two straight losses. Because we know this West Coast trip can be a grind. It can be. It, it typically, it, is. It, it kind of makes or breaks some teams. You see what they are when they do this. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important they come out, play very well for 48 minutes, finish the deal, go into Golden State. You're kind of playing with house money at that point. If you get another win on the West Coast trip, that's great. If you don't, like you go, lost to a good team. Not like Golden State is playing great. They're not, but right they're now. but they're capable of beating they are. anybody. They are. On and any they're still night. the defending champions. It's still Steph Curry. It's still Clay Thompson. The, it's still Draymond Green. And the Cavs is like one of the best defensive teams in the league right now. They what second? Four, Remember four I said six, guys. Second in both. Four, we yeah, know they're better than that, but they're four and six. But I'm saying the Cavs play really good defense, so this would actually be, to me, that's one of the best tests to see a team that's historically good at offense and being right. able to hit three. Let's see where y'all really match up because all these other games, yeah, y'all beat the Celtics. That's a great win. You beat them twice. But now we're going against a team who historically for the past, I don't know, eight, six seasons dominated the NBA. Now we want to see y'all. It's a measuring stick to me. It is. Yeah. It's a nice – I think Boston was a yardstick game. Both mm-hmm. both Boston games, yep. they won those. Especially I the second one when Boston, Boston obviously wanted, came in and won. Oh, they yeah, won they wanted to win that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I agree with you, McNuggets. I think, you know, you don't want to look past this. I think that the mistake that teams can make is looking past an opponent, looking down the road, mm-hmm. thinking about Golden yep. State, and getting tripped up tonight. So, well, take care of – beat the teams you're supposed to beat. It's too early for them to even be – you shouldn't be overlooking anything. It's, no, it's only what game what 12 or something. Oh, like it'll be game it's 11. 11. Yeah, so 11. You, 10 in. this ain't the time to overlook anything. You need to take everything. They have the away. second best record in the NBA. I mean, yeah. I, I don't who, I think there's zero the, to worry about the at the moment. Your Milwaukee Bucks. You see the Bucks lost and I didn't fret. No, nobody's tripping here. It's eight and two. Nobody's yeah, no, no. nobody's real. Primus, who gives a rat's ass about the Bucks? I mean, really? Uh, he's a nobody Bucks fan. cares about the no, Bucks. No, listen, do. he's a Bucks fan, Bull. He's hiding it. No, no, no. I thought you were just a Giannis fan. I, I am a Giannis fan. Yeah, but he's secretly rooting for the Bucks. No, but I cleared it up. If the Bucks played the Cavs, I would root for the Cavs. All right. So other than that, you're a Bucks fan. 
I can't wait for those two Bucks. Next, Cavs next Wednesday. Later. Yeah, next Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, no, I'm going looking down. forward to that too. It's, going it's down. the first one in Cleveland or is the first one in Milwaukee? I, I think, think it's just, they're both in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, they're both in no, Milwaukee? The two games in November are both in Milwaukee. Wow. Oh, I thought the second one was a, was a home and home. Yeah, I thought it was a home and home no. too. That's going to be fascinating because nope. those two teams match up very differently. I love the way the Cavs match up. I do think I do too. I'm not saying the Cavs are a better team, but what I'm saying is I think of all the teams in the NBA, I think they're best equipped to stop Giannis. I agree. Although Giannis killed the Cavs big guys last year. Well, that was last year. They killed. Yeah. He killed everyone last It'll year. It'll be too. interesting. Yeah. He, he, let's I, face I, it. He I, kills everyone. I every actually night. want to see Mobley actually kind of because I think he's going. Everybody says he's going to be the star of this team in the next five years. So I want to see him go up against Giannis to see what he does. I do too. Do you guys like Bill Simmons? Are you Bill Simmons fan? I love Bill Simmons. No. Bill Simmons tweeted out wow. yesterday. Bull, no. That he went to the uh, <laughs> Clippers Cavs game on Monday night. Yeah. First time seeing Mobley in person, and uh, I forget the exact quote, but he said it was eerily similar watching Mobley to a young Kevin Garnett. In the, way, oh, wow. in the way they move their ability to cover everything on the perimeter. And Giannis is a different matchup. He's not your traditional wing because he's 7 feet, 245 pounds, sculpted like a statue. Like I think that's, a, that's actually that's a pretty good comparison. A lot of people call him Kevin Gardner. But that's... They're that, not calling him the big ticket. He's the little ticket But right that, that's the, the potential ticket. future of the skinny <laughs> ticket as he continues to develop. And if you could add a Kevin Garnett... 85%, 80% of Kevin Garnett. Yeah, to, I'd take the, the little ticket. I Woo! would. I, I, I absolutely well, would. Evan Mobley isn't a trash talker like KG, though. No, I don't think no, he talks. No, he's much more not quiet. Not Maybe I think he's he not as fiery. He needs that. He doesn't have he needs, that Boy, he needs that, that edge. Evan Mobley, he, he needs that young. edge. He's nah. young. He'll, be a, this is he'll when pick you, it up eventually. This is the thing. When you're young, you're supposed to trash talk all the time. As you get older, you mature out of it where you don't do it as much. Mm. But he needs it right now. Who is, who is the he fire? Told, he told Carmelo that Lala tastes like Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best, oh one of the god. best trash talk lines of all time. Oh my god! Um, who is the who? Kevin Garnett was he brought the fire. Yes. Who is that guy for this Cavs team? Is it is it Mitchell? Because I don't know that it's Mitchell. I don't know if we know. They might not like, have that guy. I don't think yeah. they got well, a guy is it a problem like if they don't have that guy? Because I think in the fi- in the, in the NBA playoffs, you need that guy. You yeah, need could it be that Robin Lopez? Could it be no. Rousey not going to play enough? No, he's not. He's, too, he's a fringe guy. I need my, my I yeah. need my incinerator to be on the floor for 40 minutes. Man, I don't think they Maybe that's anything. the one the, they're missing. Man, Isaac Okoro got to have some value. Stop. Some value. Isaac Okoro. I'm done with Isaac Okoro. He need to be that guy. He stinks. I'm done with Isaac Okoro. Listen, Isaac, put the camera. Isaac, everybody in Cleveland, they starting to hate you, so you might as well. Not hate. You might as well be that villain and just embrace it. Be that guy. Just everybody hates you. Just say all type of crazy stuff on the court to people. Just, just embrace that role. He's got to get on the court to say the crazy stuff first. True, though, that's he's true. Lost, he's lost his spot in the rotation yeah. already. It's only he's been a big guy. Dean Wade. He's can been do it. the disappointment for Dean Wade. <laughs> Why you just Bro, it. if Dean Wade is I'm our incinerator, we're in trouble. I talked to all those guys. I, I need know what about I need it to be Garland. It's not Garland. Or new. Mitchell. New. It might or be. Mobley. It I, won't listen, be him. He's too It's got to be one of your. Core four, and I don't see of any those, of those guys that's having a, that internal fire. Of man. those four, Mitchell's the only one with the makeup to do it. Because it's not Mobley. 
Jared Allen's yeah. too busy. And I love Jared Allen. Yeah, he but they just Pokemon. don't. I don't think he connects It's kind of like what we talked about with the Browns. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at the Browns like, can somebody please get pissed off? Just stab. Can somebody please do it? Stab somebody. <laughs> I don't want anybody to stab anybody. I want somebody to be an incinerator on the on the floor. I, I don't agree. think we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah that they, could they, be a problem. I don't problem. think they have yeah. a, a. All right, real well, one we, we will talk about that th- throughout the yes. season because, as you guys know, when the calendar turns to April and you start making your run in the NBA playoffs, yep. you need that guy. Yes, you do. You need that Draymond Jay Crowder. Green. Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder might be. Jay listen, Crowder Jay would Crowder be that guy. Bull Jay Crowder <laughs> might be that guy. He would be that. He guy. is that guy if you could get him. He is that guy mm. in the locker room. Is he playing for Phoenix? No. Bull, we've it's talked no. about Jay Crowder a number of times. He's I think he's I think he's coming here. Isn't he the missing piece? I think I think he's the missing piece. We he's talked the about one him missing piece. earlier in the season and we didn't even talk about we weren't talking about him in that vein, although we said he's right. a veteran that guys can rally around. But Bull, to your point, he could be that guy that he, gets everybody else he, stirred he up in the playoffs. He would 100% be that guy if he came. All right, so Jay Crowder, go out and get him, make yes. that happen. Okay, great. We thought we solved that problem. We solved that problem. And also, make sure y'all subscribe while y'all at it. Hit the like button and hit the bell. So when you now, know, what about the what about the uh, become member? Become a member. It's, uh, it, it, there's the button. Just, the button is right by the join button is right by the subscribe button on the YouTube page. So go to the same place. Just hit that join button and uh, become a member. We I have, want Bull to give his best pitch on why people should subscribe <laughs> or 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 actually become members. And then said, we got David. I, right? I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk to David in a second. But I think. You should become a coaches tier member. The bonus content alone is worth less than $60 for an entire year. That's over 200 days of bonus content for less than 60 bucks. So we're talking Can't about like what? 35 cents a day for bonus <laughs> content. Give Pretty take. much. There you go. Pretty much. All right. That's it's a good dollars a year. That's a good pitch. So join yes. up. Uh, how do you, how do you do that? How do you become a member? Just click the join button Hit on the, the join. YouTube page. Go to the YouTube page, click the join button. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're in chat, there is a dollar sign at the bottom, and it's in that. It, you click on that, and the option's right there. Dollar, dollar bill. Okay. Uh, are we going to do, do waiver, today's Waiver Wire Wednesday? Let me, oh, let me yeah. call let me, up my roster, let me let me call roster, baby. I'm telling you, Dave has helped me with three Dave. fantastic pickups Dave, this year. I'm down bad, and I need help. Who's out there, Dave? I got my phone ready. Yeah. So What's uh, up? Dave, good to see you. I ya. just texted I just texted Dave last night. I was asking him an opinion on a couple of wide receivers, and he got back to me right away. I appreciate that, Dave. And, and he always has great advice. So who are guys you're hot on this week? Just general <laughs> guys, any position, guys that um, are available that we should be thinking about picking up. So now I'm nervous about giving the name, Jay, because I don't want you all to race at the same time to go and get them, if, if, especially if you can just add drop right now. But I got to do it. There's a running back that might get an opportunity to lead his team. It's Steelers running back Jalen Warren. Mike Tomlin talked in his first press conference since their bye week about giving him more opportunities. I've been seeing it on film for weeks. Najee doesn't look right. Jalen Warren works better with this offensive line and the offense in general. And just to back it up, and I've got my laptop on my lap just to make sure that I get this straight. Warren is better than Najee Harris in yards per carry, rush EPA, Yards wow. before contact per rush, yards after contact per rush, <coughs> percentage of runs that are zero or negative yards. He's only had one of those on the season. 3.4% of his total rushes have gone for zero or negative yards. And uh, of, of the of the rushes they has that goes five or more yards, that's happened 41% of the time. 
He's awesome. He's explosive. There's going to be a concern about just how much work he gets in the Steelers' offense, but I think he's going to be the guy that has a chance to take the main rushing job away from Najee Harris and maybe bring some life to this Pittsburgh Steelers run offense. He's going to get that chance. And whenever there's a running back that's like that on the waiver wire in week 10, you make a beeline to go get him. There's got to be somebody on your bench, maybe even a second DST that you just don't need. Worst case scenario, drop your kicker, pick up Jalen Warren, figure out your lineup later. I think he's got that much potential to be great for fantasy managers, including anybody that picked up an Indianapolis Colts running back between now mm. and uh, I guess we have to say July. Wait, yeah. a, wait a minute, Dave. That's first of yeah. all, I got Najee Harris on one of my leagues, but the good news Uh-oh. is that I traded him. I just traded him yesterday, <coughs> actually. So it, it worked. So I, tra- okay. I traded him for uh, Brian Robinson and Cortland Sutton. So there you go. Nelson yeah, Aguilar. I, mean, I have Nelson Aguilar. Should I drop him and pick up Warren? Aguilar's been a pick. Bye bye, Nelson. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he gone. Stinks. But here, here's the best part. Gone. That's not the only name I got for you. It's just the only running back that I've got for you. Okay. Oh, right. So I'm listen, bringing all valuable. kinds of gifts. Who else you got? Uh, uh, Terrence Marshall, Dave. Terrence Marshall's have, not uh, bad, but he's he's not even my third favorite receiver to pick up right. off the waiver wire this week. He was good last week. Five end zone targets in his last three games, including two from Baker for the Panthers <laughs> last week. But he's not my favorite. I like I like Darnell Mooney. He's still out there in a decent amount of leagues, probably the shallow leagues. You'll find him. That's the number one receiver in Chicago. Miko Hardman, touchdowns in four straight games, at least 40 yards in each of his past three straight games. The guy's on fire. I certainly expect him to continue to be a touchdown threat for the Kansas City Chiefs offense. When they're inside the 10, he's getting the ball, not their running backs. I like him a lot. Darius Slayton is the number one wide receiver for the Giants. I know it's the Giants, but he is a big play guy. And somebody near <laughs> and dear to each and every one of you, Donovan Peoples-Jones, oh, available in three quarters of CBS Sports Leagues, going to be that number two receiver for the Browns, has at least nine PPR points, I believe in four straight games, and he's got 12 and three of the four. I think he's got a chance to be a decent contributor, maybe one of those flex guys. But wait, I'm not done yet. Wow. We've got tight ends, too, and I know that there are tight ends that you guys need. Greg Dulcich in Denver is one of them. He's out there in about half of CBS Sports Leagues, and so, too, is David Njoku. He's expected back this week from his ankle sprain. Hopefully, he can come through, get you maybe 10 PPR points per week. That's good for a tight end. Very good. Um, yeah. you, have some, you have some questions for him, Anthony? Yeah, so Earl is out there asking around the Internet, and whenever we ask around the Internet, <laughs> it's brought to you by our good friends at PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great health benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio, and all locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 an hour and up. Plus, get a full benefit package, paid time off, and signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com careers to learn more. So Dave Earl went out, and we also have a super chat from Charles T. Dave Mooney or Donovan Peoples-Jones in a half PPR league? Darnell Mooney. I go to Mooney first, especially if it's a half PPR league. I just think he's got more upside for big plays than Peoples Jones does. Dave, right, I, we... I just begr- hold on one second, Anthony. I just because you brought up Donovan Peoples Jones, I loved him. I picked him up like a month ago, and I begrudgingly uh-huh. had to trade him in a league today because I really needed a running back, and I traded Adam him and Adam Thielen for Deontay Foreman and Paris Campbell. What do you think? Did I, did I screw that up? I like it. I like it because you needed the running back. Foreman's going to be the lead running yeah. back for the Panthers. 
uh, as long <laughs> as he's healthy. He had a terrible game last week, so someone's probably thinking, yeah, I sold high on Foreman, but that's not the case. Right. Great matchup this week, this Thursday, against the Falcons. And Peoples Jones is nice to have, and so is Thielen, but those guys live around 10 to 12 PPR points. Right. That's good when you're picking up a receiver off the waiver wire. That's not so good when you're looking for a must-start type of guy. I don't know how often we're going to see big numbers from either of those two receivers. Thumbs up on that deal. All right, good. Go ahead, right, Anthony. What else we got I from got the fans? One more question left for you from Porterhouse Steak seventy two wants to know: <laughs> Should he start Justin Fields or Tua this week? Mm. That's the most delicious name, and now I've got some ideas for dinner. Uh, I love them both. I'm going to go with Tua Tungavailoa over Justin Fields. I think that Tua is in a better position to routinely get. 275 to 300 yards and multiple touchdowns per week. Ooh. I am a little bit worried about the passing upside for Justin Fields, and I don't think he's going to run for 100 yards every every yeah, every week. But that being said, he is taking on Detroit. That is a favorable matchup for him. I'd still take Tua against the Browns. Hey, Dave, um, Deshaun Watson is going to be back after three more games, right? So you got to start thinking about yeah. adding him to the mix. I, I just traded Kirk Cousins for him in, in, in another league. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, well, I needed I, I I need I had Mark Andrews hurt last week, so I traded Cousins for for uh, what do you call it Isaiah Likely and Deshaun Watson because I had three quarterbacks in a two quarterback league, and I figured I could survive with Taylor Heineke as my second quarterback for three weeks until Watson comes back, because my expectation is Watson will be better than Cousins in those final four or five games, whatever it is. Am I am I nuts? What are people? What do you? What are your expectations for Watson after not playing for two years from a fantasy perspective? I mean, that's kind of the the thick of it is that we just don't know yeah. what to expect from Deshaun Watson. Can he come right back in and play like a superstar like we saw in Houston? I mean, I know that's the hope for you guys. I know that's the hope of everybody in Cleveland. Sure, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I was a little disappointed with what I saw from him in the preseason, to be honest. But that's the preseason, and that's just to get your feet wet and to start to get to know your teammates a little bit. I, I do worry about his upside and just him being, um, you know, three, like I talked about with Tua, 300 yards, multiple touchdowns. I am a little bit worried about that, but I think he can be better than Cousins. And you know this because you've had Cousins on your team. He's been right around like 21 fantasy points per game. Might even be averaging less than that on a per game basis. He's good. That's actually good for a fantasy quarterback this year, but it's not great. I would say Watson's got a chance to be, at worst, a little bit better than that once he's back and playing. Well, right, Mahomes hey. is my quarterback one, so I, I, you know, it was willing. I was he's worth it bad. to take the risk for me. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Dave. I'm riding Mahomes too. Dave, thanks. thanks Dave. We'll see you next week. Waiver wire Wednesday. Uh, we got about seven minutes to do final takes. Uh, you are up first. Mm. Tyvis Powell. Okay. Oh, I'll wait for the screen. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Got to see that face on TV before you start talking. <laughs> wow, he's going with they the guards. They selected Ty- Tyrus Powell with the first pick. Um, my final take today is... 
is this. So it's funny. It's actually a, st a story time. So my my wife's cousin, who happened since we're married, it'd be my cousin now. But for this story purposes, it's my wife's cousin. They just recently had their second son. So congratulate to Kate and Avery for having their their son. And after, you know, they, after she delivered the baby, obviously they have to stay in the hospital to recover. So she, she's in the room and she looks up, you know, and at these hospitals, you know, they have pictures of babies all on the wall and stuff. So she so happened to look up and she sees a picture of a baby and she takes a picture of it. and She sends it to my wife and she says, is this Lay? Leiliana is my oldest daughter. So my wife sends, shows me the picture, and I look at it, and I say, that is Leiliana. <laughs> so I, the, the, I say that to say, Leiliana is up at Akron's hospital somewhere. It's either in Worcester or in Akron, I don't know, but she's up on the wall. Her baby pictures, her newborn baby pictures is on the wall, and it's, I don't know how to feel about it. You know, I, I'm not, do I feel mad because they didn't even ask us about this? Not necessarily, you know, I, I'm kind of honored that my daughter is that beautiful and that amazing to this woman that took the pictures that she felt the need that it needed to be hanging up. So I don't know, I, I feel I'm actually okay with it. I'm content that the fact that my daughter is hanging up on the wall, hopefully one day when she's a little bit older, I can take her up there and it's still sitting there and I can say, hey, that's you. So, hey, shout out to you, Leiliana, you're a model. Now we want to see the picture. You want to see the picture? We want to see the picture. Well, I'll show you yeah, the picture. so he's going to dig for his phone. He's going to call up the picture. You want to see the I, picture? I think you're right. You I want think to see that. Honor. Do you want to see the actual picture or do you want to see the picture of it hanging up in the hospital? They should have asked got. you, though, Tyvis. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 just I put think that it's up. a little creepy that they didn't ask. Yes. So, so this is the picture hanging up. <laughs> okay, can we sh Hold show on. that on camera? Let me see. Let me... <laughs> show it to three. Steve, do you see that? He's gonna take a sec to zoom. Okay. Oh that, wow, that is that's beautiful. Look how tiny. <laughs> My goodness. She's hanging up, man. I, I couldn't believe it. Honored. Yeah, wife was okay with that. Honored. So this is the so this is what's funny mm -hmm. about the whole situation, Bull, is that my so now it's time for my my next daughter. She's turned six months. And we didn't get her no pictures. So I said, you know, we need to get my daughter, my six-month daughter, some pictures. And we're going back to this woman, and it's going to be a very interesting conversation. Yeah, how did it happen that my daughter ended up <laughs> It's going to be a very interesting All conversation. Right, very good. Especially if she's getting paid for it. Yeah. All right, that'll be a problem. All right, Bull, you're up. So, guys, uh, this afternoon, I think I, uh, I'm going to be doing a podcast uh, in which I'm going to preview the Guardians offseason. I know we're going to talk about it uh, a little bit uh, tomorrow. A couple things that I wanted to mention. Number one, uh, John Heyman said today that he's heard that the Guardians finally have money to spend. Yes. Uh, he, he suggested that the payroll will finally go up this year, and I hope that doesn't mean like $5 million. I hope it's a, a significant increase. But <clears throat> to me, if I'm the Guardians, there's three things I, I'd like to see them do this offseason. Number one, upgraded catcher. I don't want to just – I know Bo Naylor's a prospect – they have a million prospects. They don't. Not every player on the team has to be a young guy. I think they should go get a veteran, a veteran catcher. And I've got a name that hasn't been talked about that I'm going to get into in the podcast today that I love. They'll probably have to give up a lot in trade assets, but they'd have control of this guy for five, six years, and I think he's a great uh, emerging wow. star at catcher. So I'll get into that. The second thing they need to add is a power bat, whether that's at first base or DH. 
you know, it, 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 that's something they got to do. Uh, I think Rizzo's not going to be realistic because of the qualifying offer from the Yankees. I think he's going to re-sign there. But there's a couple of guys I'm looking at there. And a third thing, a little under the radar, I think the Guardians should move on from Zach Plesak, trade him, get what they can, and, tr- and, and then make a move for a starting pitcher. Remember, guys, the Guardians are going to have major things to deal with in terms of their 40-man roster. They have even more prospects they, than they can possibly keep. They've got to use that prospect depth to acquire a few. They don't need a lot of things, but they need a power bat, a catcher, and I think one more quality middle-of-the-rotation starting pitcher. With those three things, they should be big favorites to win the division, uh, even if there's some regression from some of the young players next year. So I'm going to do 30 minutes on that this afternoon. All right, very good. That's on his podcast. You can see it right here uh, on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show channel, YouTube channel. I'm with you 100%, Bull. I'm anxious to see who you have as the name at catcher, but I think you you nailed what our needs are. Um, it's a very short list. We have a lot of trade assets and prospects. Yep. I think we've got to deal some of these guys, get some pieces, spend some money, and go win this thing. Mike? I'll make this real quick. we got 90 seconds, but uh, I've fallen out of love recently. I used to love college basketball. Mm. Yeah. Every Monday was Big Monday. The Big East, the old rivalries, Georgetown, Syracuse, UConn, the schools go on and on, Boston College. It was appointment television for me. And then I went on ESPN.com Tuesday morning doing some show prep and realized the college basketball season tipped off on Monday. There was 100 games played, and I didn't hear about a single damn one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you who the All-Americans are going into the season. I can't tell you who is the expected preseason champion. Do you all remember who won the championship last year? Yeah, uh... Kansas, right? It was Kansas, Kansas yeah. yeah. But guess what? We had to think about it. You had to think about it for a second. It, it strikes me that as I get older and my mind gets distracted with Kansas other things and, and work and everything, you know, I just don't have the bandwidth to love college basketball anymore. Mm. So I'm letting you go college basketball until wow. March, and then I'll bet on every game and become a degenerate gambler again. And that'll be fun, and I'll love you again for that four-week stretch. But in general, I have to say goodbye. Breaks my it's been a great, It's been a great run, but until we meet again. Welcome to the rest of America, because we've been there for years. I know the diehards have been holding on tight, but college basketball, to me, offers one thing, March. And that's, that's it. it. I don't care and about And I was a huge March. college basketball fan. And I played, I know I played college basketball. Guy. You know what a headline was that I saw this morning? Georgetown snaps 22-game losing streak. 21. But yes. 21. Yes. yes. Well, I mean... To Coppin State. Like, they're, they're, State. they're celebrating an overtime win in against overtime. Coppin State. Wait a minute. And John Thompson III is the coach. And we're talking about basketball. Right? Thanks, Patrick Ewing, still. Patrick, he, uh, yeah, Patrick you're right. Ewing. It is Patrick Ewing. And we're talking college basketball. Ohio State girls, shout out to y'all. Yeah, they, y'all won Tennessee. Let's go. That was big. Yeah, we that back. was big. That was big. They took a huge, huge upset of number one. Um, do we have Willie, uh, Billy White Shoes Johnson? We'll say goodbye with that. All you young kids that have never heard of him, here he is. He's the godfather of NFL <laughs> celebrations. <laughs> See you on the throw. This is amazing, Jay. That was, and listen, that, that's what started it all. That's what started it all. And a happy birthday to happy birthday. Steve's mom, 100 years young. Sweet Dorothy. Still beautiful as ever. Dorothy, thanks for giving us Steve. We love him. See you tomorrow, 22-hour break.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.